Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! I'm putting on my face to cover up my eyes. I'm tripping in my ride. I'm heading out tonight. I'm solo. I'm riding solo. I'm riding solo. I'm riding solo, solo. I'm feeling like a star. You can't stop my shine. I'm Bobby Cloud Nine. My head's in the sky. I'm solo. I'm riding solo. I'm riding solo. I'm riding solo, solo. We're back from Memorial Day. Did you have a good Memorial Day weekend? Um, it was very short. Um, we worked till like 10 a.m. on Saturday, so basically Ooh. ruined our whole Saturday. We got up late, went to uh, Michael Simon's restaurant, you know, the Iron Chef. Okay. I don't know him, but all right. Wasn't very, wasn't very impressed with it. I think it was a lot. Very overpriced. Um, then we went to a place that they just, they just showed it called Scott's place. Um, it was called forward. It was a beach club nightclub. Oh yeah. And, uh, I guess like the other producer had friends in town and, uh, I I guess recently came into some cash. So we got a cabana at this place and uh free liquor all night pretty much got hammered and stayed out way too late and uh then sunday did nothing except for um watch the game right and then uh in cleveland it was pretty cool oh and yeah then, must and, cool. Right. and then solo and uh basically that was it Monday. What about you? Um, well, first of all, as we were just sort of getting getting this thing going, we were talking about our friend Aaron and Krista had a baby girl by the name of... That's right. There's no, no name. name. And Apparently there's no name. Well, you there, they're just keeping it from us. <laughs> no one wants to know the name. <laughs> um... And then uh, I went down to Fiesta Hermosa, which was really, which was really weird because you know we used to go there, you know, when we were much younger, and just go get like really drink a lot of alcohol in the beer garden, (laughs) and never really realized that there's a whole festival going on, you know. I mean, I guess we we did. But, like, we never really paid attention to it. We just stayed in this little roped-off area of a parking lot and just drank while listening to bad cover bands like Blonde Jovi, which is a all-female Blonde Bon Jovi cover band. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, our friends Eric and Stephanie had a booth there selling her artwork. I saw that. Selling that. Uh... Portraits of dogs. Yeah, so I sat with them for a while, which was cool. And that's the right crowd for dog portraits. We were talking, you know, some people with some cash. And they people, like, in this area specifically and by the beach love their pets. So paintings of their pets are, you know. So did she, like, paint them on one sitting? Or she said she no, no, that? no. She's, it's, uh, it's like hiring her as a service. 
Um, I so, know my mom wants one. See, that's yeah. I mean, I know people that want one too. Everyone says they want one, but I told see. Stephanie uh, that my mom wants one, and uh, I need to follow through on commissioning that. Well, pricing's reasonable. She's <laughs> she's not an advertiser because who the hell would ever advertise on this? But I just want to say that we're just fans. We're fans. And we'll know if she listened to this because she'll tell us then. Um, but anyway, so I did that and then I just, um, I had to house sit for my brother. See, here's the thing with my brother. My brother goes away. He says he never goes away, but he goes away like a lot. And he knows like six weeks in advance that he's going away. But he doesn't ask me if I can come watch his dogs at his house until like the night before he does go away every time. You know what I mean? So you already have plans and he's like, yeah. And then I feel bad because my plans really aren't real plans. A lot of them involve just like relaxing. Yeah. And so I went down there. Um, and then on, then I went, I barbecued Monday and, or Sunday and Monday at, at my friend's, uh, at Peter and Amanda's house. Oh, cool. Well, I didn't barbecue the second day because I'm doing this diet thing, and all I did was get made fun of because I couldn't eat any of the food. So how's this diet going? I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I, I'm feeling a little bit better from it, but I'm not seeing, like, I'd say, like, this is beginning of week three. Today I weighed myself and I lost around five pounds. But, you know, that's coming off of a day of of uh, of starving myself. So if I weigh tomorrow, it'll probably be most of that weight back. So I, I have no idea. Do you have, like, energy or... Yeah, I'm, do, yeah, I'm doing okay with it. It's, it's starting to come, like, it's starting to get kind of normal. I'm staying away from, like, I haven't, I haven't been exercising nearly as much because um, I'm afraid of the whole energy level thing, but... Uh, also, it's excuse, um, but yeah, it's going all right. Um, but anyway, um, he he had a request since he listens to all of our shows, and he said he can't stand when you want to talk about the Suns, and I loved him for that. I was gonna bring the Suns up. <laughs> Capella. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna offer Capella the max contract. This is such a wait. Who cares? Like this is why people don't like things like this is why he doesn't like the Suns because I only brought I actually wasn't gonna talk about it until you brought it up because Capella is like a C to D level player, um, and him signing with the Suns isn't really gonna make them anything more than go from a fifteen win team to a twenty win team. I don't know they're gonna make some moves this weekend. All right, you know we're all we're all waiting with bated breath. Um, so anyway, that's my that was my weekend. Uh, should we get into some notes? Sure. I just have a question. Are you are you still watching the challenge? Yeah. Sadly, uh, yes. Are yeah. you enjoying it, or what's? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it. You know, when when the challenge is in its when it's like a challenge season and not champs for stars, like the challenge will be the first thing I put on. This is like fourth or fifth option now you know what i mean like yeah, i don't i don't i let him starts the summer right 
I guess. But I've let him kind of collect. You know, I, I, I'm caught up now, but I kind of let him collect because I didn't care that much. Why? No, I was just curious. Are you watching it? No, I'm not. I'll tell you what I did watch on last night was because I was at my at my friend's. Uh, we decided to all watch the Bachelor together, the Bachelorette. Okay. And I wrote this down as a note, and I kept crossing out "et" and then putting it back on because I can't remember which is the Bachelor, which is the Bachelorette. But this is the Bachelorette. Okay. Um, I I'm pretty sure you didn't watch it. No. Just too bad because this could have been a funny segment if you did. <laughs> um, it's a it's, I you know we've I think we we've watched it together before though like the first when they first introduce all the dudes. Yeah, I think I've seen it a few times. So this is the one where they first introduced all the dudes. Um, and I got to say, like, the best scene as a person who doesn't watch the show. And there's probably some version of this every time. But the best part was there was a guy who wore a chicken costume. Because <laughs> because the Bachelorette's name is Becca. And he would go, paka, paka, right? Well, I'm sure that, I'm sure that got right into our heart. But he was kind of a he was kind of pulling it off, cause I think he's like a really wealthy guy, um, and so and he's kind of confident, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then there's this guy who was like a male model who's clearly kind of the foil of the season, like, and I don't mean in the sense that he's gonna make it to the end. I mean he's like the foil where everybody can make fun of this guy because he's such a tool. And they probably have a guy like this every season. But to see the guy dressed in a chicken suit trolling the male model was one of like it was just a really it, it it's why it's why America's great. So you're in? Uh I don't I'm 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 dipping my toe in the water. I haven't put it on uh, season pass yet. Okay. I've done like two or three seasons in my life of this show. So but this guy, this male model guy was great. But he's also, like, he's too perfectly staged to be terrible. Like, everybody, you know, um, like, he takes male modeling very seriously. Okay. Um, so, anyway, uh, that was my first note. What do you got? Um, I have a note, and I just got a TV update, so... Uh... I went to this bar. I want to see what you think about this. So I went to this really cool bar that they have here, which is, <clears throat> excuse me, is a uh, brewery attached to a butcher shop. And it's like really nice and has like really cool like screens. It's like a cool sports bar. They also have liquor. So for those of you who don't like micro brews, like myself, I was about to say, okay. you, you can have a captain. Um, but they have a bathroom. So you go downstairs. I I had to go to the bathroom, go downstairs and you walk into this like big open room and basically along one side of the wall is female stalls. And then on the right side is all guy stalls. And then in the middle is a communal sink. 
that goes the length of it, like a huge snake that goes the length of the, of the room. I was wondering where you, uh, where you come in that. Um, well, so that's an old, that's kind of an older gimmick. Like there was this place when I first moved to New York and I was like in my early twenties, there was this bar that we used to love to go to. And the thing that made me want to go to it was they had clear doors on, there was a unisex bathroom with clear doors. And when you went in, when you closed, like when you went into the stall and closed it, it fogged up so you couldn't see who was behind it. Okay. But it wasn't like stalls where you could see someone's feet. It was like stalls where the whole, like, it was glass. So it was, you know, it went all the way to the floor. So uh, I, I like a gimmick like that. That's interesting. You're forcing people to have to mix it up with each other. That's a good, that's a good thing in this world right now. I enjoy the, when you get to the sink, you, you know, you can talk to the people and meet people down there. But there's certain situations that can't go in your favor. Huh. I'm not going to be gross about it, but I mean, if you're just in there making sounds, like you're definitely going to get grossed out by the uh, opposite sex, you know what I mean? Yeah, but have some self-control when you're out. Sometimes you don't have the. It just happens. You you know I don't know where I, I, maybe this is a topic for another time, but I think. I think if you're gonna go out, it's part of your responsibility. As a as a as a person who's out at like a bar. To um, to learn how to have some some control over yourself. I just had a huge steak like the. I, I this didn't happen when I was there, but I was like thinking of that. What if it happened? But uh, I had steak right before I went to this bar, and now you're mixing steak, micro brews. It's a chemically. It's a not good. It's not good for the uh, for the stomach. Maybe but, uh, okay. You know what? Maybe maybe I'm being an elitist because I I I feel that I can. I you know. You know, I don't want to say anything. I'm just saying, like, I, I think I could have some self-control that night. Some people are better con- containing yeah. their bowels. Right. Than we'll, other we'll just, well, all right, we'll leave that there. That's an interesting thought. That's, uh, okay, it's an interesting subject. Um, but anyway, so... Or you just walk out and be like, did you hear that guy? <laughs> it's pretty, you can't do that, though. Because once you walk out the door, you're like right in the middle of the thing. Okay. So you can't get away with it. They know. Unless you're sitting there and for like 45 minutes and wait for everyone to leave. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> two of our favorite shows are, well, one of our favorite shows starts tomorrow. Our favorite summer show. What's Master that? Chef. Oh, it does? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. You know, I don't I have to go back and check because we kept taping all the kids Master Chefs and that just infuriates me. Yeah, I can't do the uh, kids Master Chefs. All right. And then Arrested Development starts today. Yeah, it's a, I saw that that I didn't know it was today. I saw that it started. It's a weird thing about given all the stuff that's going on around that. I know. I was I thought that they were going to hold off on that. 
they ended up releasing it, and I'm probably going to watch an episode tonight. Okay. Yeah, I'd watch an episode tonight. Maybe we'll maybe we'll have to get some of that done by next week so we can we can talk about it. You know that on top of the fact that season four wasn't that good. Yeah, it was terrible. Kind of like dampens it. Wow. All right. Um, well, since we're talking about TV, uh, what else did I have for you? I guess that's the only TV thing. I do have a bunch of notes though, so this sure. is gonna be a little longer. Sure. Go ahead. Um. What do you think about the guy who got sued by his parents for living at home? <laughs> I think that guy is terrible on camera. It should never be <laughs> on, on camera before. <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you to make that a whole, ep, like a whole subject today because I just dying to know your thoughts on that guy. That guy, I don't know what to believe though, because like the article says that his parents. Like, tried to get him out multiple times by giving him letters and stuff. And this guy said that he didn't, in the interview that he did on CNN, which it's crazy that we're, he's on CNN, um, he said that that didn't happen, that he, like, didn't realize that his parents wanted him out that bad. But I'm going to side on the, uh, with the parents. I'm pretty sure that they walked him out and he didn't want to leave. <laughs> uh, I thought it was great that like they gave him money and um, you know to, to get out and he took it and spent that money and said that he had to buy the things that he bought. <laughs> you know, in order to yeah. yeah. It's a yeah, he's an interesting guy. Um what else? He's a, ter- he's a terrible interview though. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Um, did now I'm going to go on to a long uh, a group of subjects of bad decisions. Did you see the cover album for Pusha T's album? No, but so, I have to. I'm not going to confirm or deny, but I may or may not have downloaded the Cardi B album, and, <laughs> and I like it. Okay, you may or may not like it. All right, got you. Um, there you go. Well, Pusha T, you know, it, it was uh, produced by Kanye, and I guess Kanye called him right before it got released and said, I got new album cover art for you. And he was like, what's wrong with what's wrong with what we got? He goes, no, no, this is going to be something else. And he looked at the price. He's like, that's like $85,000 for that image. And Kanye's like, don't worry, I'm going to pay for it. The album cover is a, is the... I think it's the it's the photo of the bathroom where Whitney Houston died, um, with like all the drug paraphernalia all over it. I'm look, I'm trying to look it up while we're talking. Um, I mean, look, it's not anything. It's just what are you doing? You know. First of all, you're trusting trusting a crazy person. <laughs> so his album comes out on Friday. Pusha T or Kanye? No. So Pusha T's came back already. He's got a diss track about um, Drake on there, too. So it's a, it's an all interesting, you know, thing. Pusha T's pretty good. Didn't Drake, like, send an invoice to him for, like... Yeah. Like a million bucks or something? And then... And said, uh, you're welcome for uh, resurrecting your career? Yep. 
And then Kim Kardashian got involved and she started tweeting uh, at the guy who ran the foundation for Kanye's mom because he tweeted at Drake and said, hey, if you're resurrecting careers, maybe you could come take over this charity that Kanye doesn't have anything to do with. Interesting, interesting stuff going on there. Um, if So we'll start off with that's pretty bad. Um, and then I'll get to probably the worst idea of the week. Um, this video game company called Steam um, has a new active shooter, a video game called Active Shooter, where you can go into a school and shoot it up. Oh, okay. That that's a good idea. Who are the ad wizards behind that one? Yeah, that's pretty terrible. Like, what is what is going on there? I don't know, man. That's uh, you're really just uh, either oblivious to things that are going on, or you think like, oh, you know what? This is the perfect time for this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just add to it. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Can you imagine? Uh, and then the last thing I wanted to... Well, the last two things are sports-related. One, the World Cup's about to start soon. or two week, Like, two and a half weeks away. Do you care at all? And USA's not in it. No. Um, is it the Women's World Cup, or is it both? No, it's the Men's World Cup. Um... Yeah, I'll, I'll watch some games. Um, well, we're going to have to talk about how we're going to bet it. That's what I wanted to get into with you. But we'll do that off the air. The second thing is, what do you think about how the NFL is handling the anthem? I'm so sick of the anthem. Like, I feel like they should just not even have it. Well, that's a problem because they get paid millions of dollars to have it. Well, you know what? Keep all the players in do it before they come out. Like, what are they doing that they had to, I mean, right? Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure we're just going to agree, which is why it isn't a full subject. It's like, what are you doing even bringing attention to this again? Like, it kind of was going away, you know? Yeah, I'm just like, do they, I don't care. I don't want to sit here and watch a football game. And all of a sudden, they're like, Bob's sitting. <laughs> he's, kneeling. he's kneeling. He's not getting up, guys. I was listening to somebody talk about they're like there's gonna be a reporter at every game whose job it is to count how many players are in the locker room and figure out who's not you know or who are out of the locker room and who's not in it. Brandon Marshall's he's sitting. He's not getting out. It's like who gives a shit? I just wanna watch football. Um But that's the thing, it's like Right, I think we we kind of agree either way. You could, you know, like you don't really care either way. Like if you want to express it, express it. If you don't, then don't. Like, why is the NFL reopening this whole? Why don't they just have town halls for all the players that want to express um, all the things that they want to say? Just get up and talk, and it's televised, and we don't have to see them kneeling and we don't really know what they're kneeling about they're just like all right i'm kneeling because it's the thing to do well wait a second so all right so we are kind of disagreeing on this because 
they're they're you, you don't know why they're kneeling no i mean i know why they're kneeling but it's like everyone's got different causes there's a reason you know reason for everything no i think the cause was pretty universal Anyway, I don't want to see it when I watch football. I understand, but you know, like, protest is not supposed to be, um, you know, uh, done in, in other people's comfort. It's supposed to disrupt things. Yeah, great. Um, it's disrupting my uh, <laughs> viewing pleasure. All right. Well, we'll... Talking about viewing pleasure. Yeah. Going from uh, one of the top people in TV to basically never working again. All right, this is a good uh, place Rose to Grant. segue. So this will be our first thing. We'll, we'll do. We'll do this. Yes. Yeah, so how are you feeling about this uh, dramatic turn within four hours? I, first of all, <laughs> did you see uh, Gilbert Gottfried's tweet? No. He wrote after the songs was going. He goes, "I just got fired again. I was the uh, you know the head of uh, Roseanne's Twitter feed." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because he got fired as the Geico guy for yeah, saying, yeah. "Yeah, um, that's good." Um, so here's the thing, like, okay. So the, the, I'm, I think this is so interesting because, um, like, we were just talking about the NFL stuff, right? And so it's pretty safe to assume the majority of the people that are upset that Roseanne got canceled are people who are also upset about players taking a knee. And I've seen a lot of the outrage go at those people and say, how can you support her right to free speech but not these people? Whereas at the same time, the people who I feel are saying that are also celebrating that she got fired for using free speech and saying that the football players should be allowed to. So they're not realizing their own hypocrisy. Um, but uh, it's, I think, all right, I, I want to hear, what are your thoughts on it? I think it was the right thing to do, obviously. Is it? Is it uh, obvious? What's up? You think it's an it's an obvious thing that that she needed to get canned? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, let's face it though. She it's not like you know, and, and you can correct me. And uh, I'm just gonna play some devil's advocate here uh, because I think she probably should have been fired as well. But like, this is a woman they've paid based on her controversy this whole time. It's not like she, that she suddenly started tweeting, you know. I agree thing. with you on that, that she's done this shit in the past. You know, it's part of, you know, you know, the, that's part of what brought in the audience. So, yeah. um, I, so I don't, I mean, I, I agree with you, but I don't know if it's as cut and dry as she should have definitely should have been. Um, when I first heard about it, I thought it was way that they like totally jumped, like jumped it. Like, well, ABC is Disney, so. Right. They're, uh, you know, they're a little touchy about their uh, racism of Disney. <laughs> so the thing that was that I think is super interesting about this is that the woman who made this decision uh, 
is a woman named Channing Dungey. I think that's how you say her name. Um, and she's, you know, she's an executive at ABC. She's also a black woman. Yeah. And so I think it's super interesting because these decisions throughout history, and I don't want to get, you know, we don't ever want to get too political with this stuff, but they've always been made by white people reacting to white people. So you could always be like, oh, well, so-and-so is just being so sensitive. Like, they've always got to apologize for any, for everything. But this is an African-American woman making this decision based on somebody, you know, after somebody said something about her race. And now she has the power to say, you know what? Fuck your, your racist opinion. You're fired. And I'm really interested about the backlash that comes from that because... It seems to me, when you see it from that point of view, it's a lot more justifiable than, you know, Bob Eisner saying, hey, it's not really cool that you said something bad about black people. I'm going to fire you, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. And it's also like, you know, that show was such a big hit for them. And, uh, you know, they they were hoping for all these ratings and stuff for, and they just were like, Sorry, just can't be in business. Well, I also heard that Wanda Sykes is a writer on the show. Yeah. So she quit, like, immediately. Okay. So she kind of forced. And then the girl from Shameless, uh, who plays the daughter on that, like, basically called her manager to quit. Hmm. And so, like, all these people started basically trying to exit the show. And, uh, I mean, I don't know if that was, it's probably one of the reasons they canceled the show, but not obviously the main reason is what she said, but, uh, yeah, people started doing a mass exit of that show. And it's, um, you know, cause Whitney Cummings had already left it. Yeah. She, you know, she said whatever, it was very, um, vague the way she left it wasn't it wasn't inferring that there was anything wrong but she had already left as a writer so um i don't know like yeah i mean it's it's uh it, it's interesting um we talked about it on here we both liked that show right yeah I it was really good. yeah i i it made me realize how much i missed a multi-camera show being in my life there's like an art form to it you know there's a there's a dance to it all. It's you know the performance aspect. It's it's different. So, yeah. Um. See, that's a shame. All right. So, uh, what do we got after this? Uh, I guess let's just go into the let's go into the NBA. Um. Okay. Uh, Two game sevens. Yeah. Both had their uh, ups and downs. Neither game was very good. And basically what it seems like happened in both games is the the two underdogs, the two teams vying to take down the champs, just couldn't hit threes. Yeah, I mean, Houston 
is uh, was one of the best three point shooting teams of the year, and then they only hit seven. They, was it seven of forty four or something? Yeah, it was, and it like it was. That's old. the old live by the three, die by yep. the three. You know? And I, I like that that's still a thing. Even though I was rooting for Houston, that's still a thing, you know. And I'm glad that's still a thing, because if if it was all if it all came down to three pointers, it's a whole different kind of basketball game, you know. And then that third quarter, I mean, Curry was just on fire. Yeah, he, he basically put them away. He um, does it. I'm kind of sick of him like flexing and stuff after he scores all the time now, though. He's shimmies or flexes. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of over that. I'm, I don't like James Harden's game. How about that? Yeah, I'm with you there. I don't like that he tries to just foul every time. Well, it's not just that he tries to foul every time. When he has the ball, he he feigns some sort of. We were watching it last night, and my friend Peter was just like, "Do you want?" He like around it. He's like, "Watch when he shoots a three. He still does like this fake, like he got hit." Even like when there's nobody even near him. Oh yeah, totally. Um, so I get it. I'm with you. Um, I, you know, it's unfortunate a lot of the injuries that happened to these other teams, and now we're stuck with the same two teams for the fourth time in a row. Some people may think that's a good thing for. I think you think that's a good thing. To see these two fourth times in a row. Actually, I want a better sweep. Oh, okay. We'll talk about that up the air because I'm kind of with you. It's a plus two twenty five right now. What's what's five games? Do you know? Not offhand. Uh, I can look at it right now. Um, because I kind of think that LeBron will sneak one. Um, but Warriors in five is plus one fifty. Sweep is t twenty five. Okay, you know, so like when you watch the two teams that lost, like when you watch Houston. And he watched Boston. The two things that were most effective for them were Jason Tatum driving to the hole and Eric Gordon driving to the hole. Oh, man. There was, like, some sequences there that he was just on fire, too. And he was just, like, all fired up. Yeah. It was awesome. He was great. He was was really good. And then he bumps LeBron. Mm I don't know if I like that. But I know that you're, like, really excited that you dunked on him. But come on. Yeah. Exactly. This guy has like the best career of all time. This guy will be at by the end of this thing. I disagree with but, that, but all right, keep going. I don't know. He's got what is it? Nine times in a row now that he's been in the finals, or eight? Uh, I think it's nine. Is it nine? Uh, well, yeah, whatever. But he doesn't win him. That guy. Puts his team on his back. I agree. He's still not the best player of all time. I love when he went up for that dunk and Marcus Morris was like basically had t- his hands on his shoulders and was just like, just oh, going yeah. Him. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. He's also the biggest baby of that all time. That was a really good game. He drives me nuts. I hate, I just, I can't stand LeBron. I can't stand his game. I can't stand his off the court. I just, he's just not my guy. Uh, but he's very good at what he does, huh? Um, but, but, um, so you, all right, so you're predicting a sweep. I do owe you 20 bucks now. Why? Because on this podcast last week, I bet you the Celtics would win. Um, 
I, mean, okay. I, w- I would totally pretend to forget that it happened, but it happened on the air, so. All right, you owe me 20 bucks. Um, but yeah, so uh, your prediction's a sweep? Yep, I'm going to sleep. I don't think they have enough to play this game. Their supporting cast is terrible. I don't even know if uh, Kevin Love is going to play in the series. Um, and if he doesn't play... I mean, Durant's just going to destroy everybody on this game. Let me ask you this. If Chris Paul played, do we have a different series, or are you? do you think that Golden State still wins? I think Golden State still wins. Okay. I kind of do, too. Uh, but they really did miss him. Um, but that was a really good game. That was a good fourth quarter. Really entertaining. Not a, not a lot of scoring though. But uh, well, that's what happens in game. You know, game sevens. Game sevens aren't like anything else. You know, you tighten yeah. up. You, you're not going to make all those shots. You got to like. You have to have been there before. It's it's a real thing, and it's good. That it's a real thing. I'm interested to see when uh, they actually have their full armada. With them uh, next season, how they do. Boston. Who? Boston. Oh. So, that's an interesting question. What, like, you know, we... It may be a week early or two weeks early, but, like, what do you see happening with LeBron? This guy who's, like, a really big uh, Cleveland fan here thinks that he's going at the Rockets. That's That seems to be the most popular rumor right now. But I don't. I still think he's gonna go to the Lakers. Yeah, I don't know if that works for his. Um, getting back to the finals every year. Well, I mean, it could. I mean, you think about it, what's that starting lineup? If uh, well, I guess you gotta let Capella go, right? Since he's signing with, or who's who's signing with the 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 Suns now? Capella. Yeah, but it's a pretty good starting lineup with Harden. Paul, um, who else? Tucker, James, Gordon, LeBron, and Mumba Munte. Well, I think I think Eric Gordon's going on a different team this summer. But is he? Why is he? He's is a free he, agent. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh. Well, they're not, not going to resign him. Uh, it'll be interesting. Um, and it'd be. You know, I I think it's got to be a bad look if LeBron LeBron's too worried about legacy. I think not too worried, but he's very worried about legacy. That he he'd have some. I imagine he'd have some hesitation before signing with you know the sec the team with the best record in the league last year. Yeah. You know, um, I'd say we all saw that turn out for Kevin Durant, but he did go and win the championship. So. I guess it worked out okay for him. Yeah. Um, but uh, is there a team you're rooting for? Or you guess you're rooting for Cleveland because you're out there? No. I'm not, uh, I'm not rooting, rooting for either team. I just want a good, uh, good series. But I don't think it's going to happen because I'm betting the, uh, the sweep. All right. You heard that. I folks. think they're going to beat them by at least 10 points each game. 
Yeah. I mean, I see I see why, but uh, yeah. Who, who do they have that can cover LeBron, though? Well, no one can cover LeBron. I guess Draymond. They don't have anybody else, though. I know. Like, their, their team is so bad. You don't think Gerald like, Green yeah. has another great great game like he did in Game 7? J.R. Smith? J.R. Smith. the worst. He's the worst. <laughs> He's like a walking personal foul. Dude, did you notice during the game that, uh, that Joe Johnson is on the Rockets? I noticed it when they went and shook hands after the game. Joe Johnson was just, just, oh, just not good enough, you know. I don't know. If that it was guy his, can hit some threes. Man. I know he was. He was. Put him in. No, he's old. Why even have him then? Uh, you're you're seven for forty four from three, and you have a guy who can hit some threes. You're not putting him in there because he's. I don't think Joe Johnson's gonna make a difference in the in. <laughs> I, I wouldn't put my cards on Joe Johnson making a difference in Game Seven of the 2018 <laughs> Western Conference think he Finals. Played one game, that whole series. I didn't even know he was on the team. I don't. Yeah, there's a reason. All right. Um. So I guess we'll go into our last thing, and this will so be. So I like a sweep. You like a sweep. I like five games. Um. And we're usually really wrong about these things. So if you're listening, you should probably bet on Cleveland. Actually, well, what, did we, what did we win? Actually, what we have, we need Golden State to win for us to win. We went. We got them to win everything. Yeah. And then we had. We got them at like one sixty. We had the Cavs though, right? We had the. We won that. We had the Cavs to get to the finals, but we well, we had everybody to get to the finals in the East. We're yeah. not. We're not making any money off of that, but. We have, um, we had, we do have, uh, um, Golden State to win it all. We have plus 160. All right. Which was a good bet at the time. Still a good bet. Um, what, uh, because now they're like, what, minus, it opened up at, uh, like a thousand. They're yeah, 10 to 1. 1, yeah, they're, one. Yeah, they're 10 to 1. They're 1 to 10. But in Cleveland's plus six fifty, isn't it worth just throwing like ten bucks on Cleveland or twenty bucks on Cleveland? No. Oh, I think it is. I don't think they have a shot now. You're getting like seven or six, six or seven to one. I'm good. All right. I'll keep my twenty. <laughs> All right, so let's go on to the movies. Uh, if you haven't seen Solo. And you want to see Solo, um, then you should probably just turn this off now because we're going to talk some Star Wars Solo's movie. Are we allowed to talk spoilers? That's what I'm saying. If you, right <clears throat> at this point, if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, um, you know what? You're not really going to miss any big spoilers. But if you feel like it, then turn off. Okay. All right. So what did you uh, what did you think of Solo? I thought it was like the most okay movie ever. Okay. Yeah, I agree. It was very uh, forgettable. 
Um, there was really no style to it. It had some good chase scenes. It had some good action sequences. I'll it did. The train, I thought the train scene was good. Yeah, but things happened on the train, and I didn't really care if who who, who were dying. Yeah, it's true. There's no like, like in uh, Rogue One, like when the main characters start dying, you're like feel something. Yeah. This this one like this woman's just like, hey, I'm gonna blow this up. No, and there's like a lot of screaming, and then you're just like, eh. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> So let's talk about, can we talk about the beginning of the movie? Like, let's go through this a little bit. The beginning finds him on his home planet where he's like a slave or like the women are slaves. I don't know. I don't think they did a great job of, they didn't do a great job of explaining it. And then on top of it, it seemed like you were like the lights didn't work on your movie screen because it was so dark. Yeah. And they were trying to go with like a, look to it but they didn't stick to the look no it wasn't a good look it it totally like did you watch it regular or 3d three day? oh so you must have really had chills. see i just saw it regular and 3d you know takes some of the color away so that must have been really tough to see the first you know planet um then we get into all right so what is probably my biggest problem with this movie um and it can be summed up when they escape the planet and he goes to sign up for the empire's army as a pilot. And, um, he says, what's your name? He says, Han, it's what's your last name? And he's like, we'll just call you solo. Now to me, it feels like when they wrote this, they had a checklist of things that we had to see. And, and so, Rather than sticking to anything that had any balls to it, they went through this checklist and just threw you like a real Hollywood way, like a real like easy way of being like, this is how this is explained. Yeah, exactly. They needed the checklist. Hans meets Chewie. Right. Which Hans okay. meets Lando. It's a little weird that Chewbacca eats people for sport. That's true. That was tough. Let's just say that was the most anticlimactic, like, reveal. Uh, there's a lot of anticlimactic things. But the reveal that he was the beast that was in, like, the thing, eating people. Like, there was no build-up to it. It no. was just like, I knew, you knew it was going to be him, like, as soon as they did it. Um, like, they didn't hide it. Like, it should have been, like some sort of surprise something, you know? Well, like, just spend some time with any of these things. Like just then somehow he knows Wookiee. Yeah. Yeah. You know? that was it's an... like the scene in Training Day where the guy's about to shoot him and, like, the bullet falls out. What? And it's a right. picture of the, uh, his daughter or whatever. Cousin, niece. Hey, yeah, so what's more improbable? That, um, that, he knows Wookiee or that his ex-girlfriend is now working for like an arms dealer for the empire all of a sudden on a place where he goes to make a deal. Cause that's a pretty big coincidence as well. Well, all right. I'm, I am okay with that one. 
but she's sort of like a slave. She's kind of like playing it off as she was, she can't get out. She's like a slave to this guy. Like she got branded. Um, but yeah, it was a little coincidental that she showed up and he's like looking for her. Um, and then all of a sudden, like the story of him, like getting back to his home planet, like just ends and they just meet at a ship somewhere. Yeah, um, it was very convenient. But um, so when I said that they go through this giant checklist of things, the I think, you know, the the last one that they had to show was, well, the Parsacs thing. But they had to show him getting the Millennium Falcon. And this is the scene that makes me hate this movie. You know, I don't really hate it, but it just makes me hate. It makes me hate when people do stuff like this is he sits down at this poker game, and I don't care, it's called Sabak or whatever. I don't care if I need to, like, look, I'll, I'll grant you that I don't know what any of your cards mean, or I don't know any of the rules. But we're sitting down <laughs> at a table with, like, six aliens, and Lando Calrissian, who was good, right? Would you agree? Yeah, he was good. He was good. Um, and forget that there's any other players at the table... We're just going to go straight into this one hand where all of a sudden, I guess, Han Solo is like the like knows every gets every great card and, you know, Lando has to cheat to beat him. And then that's the only hand of cards we see the entire time until the end when they have the same thing and the same thing happens. It's like, is this guy like really he gets like a straight flush every time? You know, the guy plays two hands of cards the entire movie, and both times he gets like a straight, the equivalent of a straight flush. Like, it's, just, it's easy to get. Like, I get this isn't a card playing movie, but it's a movie about a guy who's like a smuggler. You know, like let's show him do some like shady shit. Yeah, they you never know? really. Let's let's get into the underbelly. I don't care if it takes place in a galaxy far, far away, or if it takes place in the old west, or whatever. Like, give it a chance. Like, give it some depth. Give, like, it's just a, such a convenient... Like, I didn't need to be told that. Like, that's how it happened in my six-year-old mind when I heard that, you know, he won the Million Falcon World Card Game. I didn't need to see it, you know, 30 years later, 35 years later, as an adult, the same exact version I came up with as a kid. Like, give me something to it. Give it some nuance. Uh, it just, it totally drove me nuts because it's lazy filmmaking. You know, it's like, that, yeah. that that stuff, it's good, you know, like, it's good stuff. And yeah, like, I get it. Like, if you think George Lucas is a terrible writer, that's fine. Like, you know, um, and you're making, a, if you're going to keep making, like, if they're going to keep making these movies, they're going to be making um, basically whole storylines out of stupid dialogue that he wrote when he was coked up in the 70s. I got no problem with that. But, like, <laughs> give it depth. Like, give it layers. Don't just say, oh, he was talking about this. Well, this is what that is. And you're like, great. I never needed to see that because, you know. Um, so, I don't know. That's my biggest problem with it. I don't, I don't hate... I know, like, that just bothers me as a moviegoer and as a person who likes good storytelling doesn't ruin the movie for me it's just it just ruins what could have been um 
I thought, uh, what do you think of, of the guy playing Han Solo? Well, I thought he was all right. I think he could have been a little bit more uh, charismatic, but I thought he was uh, he was all right. Yeah, I didn't think he was bad. He didn't he didn't bug me. I mean, so let's get into like the the backlash and all this because it obviously didn't do well. Do you know the numbers? I think it made like one hundred and three or something. And it was projected at what, like one thirty or one fifty? Yeah, something like that. So you know, and you know that's not the end of the world, but it's not good for a Star Wars movie. Yeah, I think it's just too many back to back to back. See, then that's what's getting most of the talk. I don't think that's what it is. I think, I mean, I think that that probably plays into it. But I think this is what the reason I'm bringing this up is it does have to do with we're watching somebody else play Han Solo, who's not, who's clearly not anywhere at the level of uh, Harrison Ford. And not that this guy, he's probably a great actor in his own right. He may go on to have a better career. I, I doubt it because Harrison Ford's like all of our hero, you know, like he's yeah. like, but um, we don't, I just think that the attraction to see somebody else go play Han Solo. Like if I wanted to see someone else play Han Solo, I'd, I'd set up my living, my house to like look like a spaceship and I'd pretend it myself. You know, like we, you yeah. know, we grew up playing Han Solo. I don't need to see somebody else playing the guy that was larger than life. Um, I'm not. I, I appreciate them trying. I'm not like against it. Like you got to take chances. You got to do these things. But I just feel like everybody watching it was like, well, we're kind of watching a knock. It's like not a Star Wars knockoff, but it's, you know, yeah. it's just not. It's like. If you really like Coke Classic, Diet Coke's not going to really do it for you. And let's just talk about Woody Harrelson. Okay. Was there any more obvious um, story point than him going to be the bad guy? Well, was he the bad guy? Well, he ended up being a bad guy. He did. He pulled the same thing that Lando did. Let's talk about that. Okay, I will talk about that. That's what That was what we like to call in the game and not uh, a quintuple cross. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like... I like it. It was the same thing that Lando did in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, you're right. I can I can get... Like, you, you know, double crosses I'm all into. Triple cross, you could talk me into. After that, you lose me. Oh, There's yeah? There's a lot of crosses going on with him. Like, I'm trying to remember there's a cartoon where that happens, where it's like, oh, yeah? Well, I knew that you'd do this, that I'd do this, so I did this. And you're like, oh, man, this is like... Uh, but, yeah, you're right. It, it was always going to end that way. I just, like, knew from the very beginning that he wasn't going to be a good guy. Um, well, he didn't... He, you know, Woody... I like Woody Harrelson, and he was fine in it, but... I, it just didn't... That character does nothing for me. But even, like, the final fight, like, was just so anticlimactic. It was just like, there's a fight. Somebody wins. Which I won't ruin the movie, people. Someone wins. No, you can that. ruin it. We've already said that. No. You haven't seen it. No, no, I'm good. Look so someone you. wins. And if then they just... You're getting like, so, I'm so proud of you. You're getting so like, up. All right, I'm out. Yeah. There's no, like... 
like climactic. It's just everything was anticlimactic. Could you tell? There's no build up to anything. Could you tell who did what parts and all that kind of thing? Like, did that bother you at all? What do you mean? As far as the directors, the original directors being fired from Ron Howard. No, I think that also played a part in like it not doing so well. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Um, no, I could not tell. I couldn't either. I wasn't like. I've heard people say. I've read some stuff where people are like, "Oh, well, it's pretty." You know, a lot of the stuff when they're on like the ship is all the reshoots and stuff, and you're like, "Oh, I, I don't know." It it didn't it that didn't bother me. Uh, the only scene I know that he shot was the scene with Clint Howard in it. Yeah, you know he did that right. Uh, <laughs> what do you like? Like even that whole stuff with the Lando's robot. Like I wasn't. It was supposed to be an emotional scene, and I'm like, eh. yeah, that was a weird thing. So, who played the voice of the robot? It's someone from a some, from a British show. That's not. I, I I don't remember her exact. Like, I don't think she's like. If we said her name, I I think we'd have to look her up and be like, oh, she's a. I thought it was the girl from Game of Thrones again. Well, I did too, Gwendolyn Christie. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Um. That whole thing, relationship with her and Lando, and whether they're like there's like a romance thing there, is creepy too. Yeah, they're like, oh, it works. Like, that's that's just not something that's usually in the Star Wars universe. Um, I'm okay with it. You can do whatever you want, but like, it's just a little weird. Um, now let's talk about the thing that I imagine was like the most disturbing to you, which is the very very ending. The big reveal at the end. Really? When with the, the hologram? Yes. See, that's what I was saying. Like it just—it was like that was so anticlimactic. It was just like, all right. She's like, so what happened? Um. So someone showed up and shot a bunch of people, and they all died, and then. I couldn't get the Valerium or whatever the hell this stuff was called because they stole it before it and uh, Beckett's gone. Okay. <laughs> like, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't, like, say, like, provide a body. Or he's I'm just, just, like, just going to get, right? because, like I said, we've already, we already said we're going to do, that these are going to be spoilers. So that was Darth Maul. Um, it looked the, a little overweight. Yeah, he. that's true, he did. And it's the original guy that played him. But the best is, right after she gets done talking to him, one of the, one of the things I just absolutely, again, just bravo on idiotic storytelling. As soon as she gets done telling him that, he's like, okay. And he just decides to like lift. It's like as if we, we interrupted him in the middle of his curls set at the gym. He just pulls out his lightsaber and lets it shoot off on both ways. It's like, that's probably a hazard in the office, Darth Maul. He goes, hey. Thanks for uh, telling me your story. Sounds great. I trust you. Come by and come by and see me. Yeah. By the way, here's my lightsaber. You know, like, <laughs> like yeah, we know who he is. We don't need to see like, that. Why is he pulling it out? I don't understand. But does it? Okay. So, have you done any research on this? Do you know about his like, like because if given the film universe, if Darth Maul is alive at this point, that would make. Luke Sky or Han Solo, like twenty five years older than Anakin Skywalker. 
which would make him about 45 years older than Luke Skywalker. You didn't think about yeah, this. You don't know how old Darth Maul is. No. Darth Maul dies in The Phantom Menace. Right. Okay. When Anakin Skywalker is seven years old. So Darth Vader's seven when Darth Maul dies. And we're looking at we're looking at Han Solo at around twenty. Maybe this is Darth Maul two. We're looking at Han Solo around twenty two. I can't believe you didn't think about this. So we're looking at Han. Maybe there's other people that look like Darth Maul. No, I'm going to tell you what happened because our good friend, the artist Stephanie Crowley, sent me an article about it, and it has to do with the Clone Wars. Oh, you got clones. Now he, like, after he got split in half, um. In the Clone Wars, like, he lands, he winds up finding his way back to, like, his home, and they put, like, some kind of robotic, like, lower torso to him. And he's, like, a character on that for a bunch of years. Oh, great. So we have to go back and watch that to understand uh, why. Right. So that's what they're obviously doing. They're trying to... This This is why it sucks as an ending, because the people going to see this, the majority of the people going to see this are are only fans of the film universe, right? So now you're incorporating your TV show. So some people get it. I'm okay with that for like one character somewhere in like act two, but for that to be your big reveal at the end and you just confuse everybody, or I guess you just took it. You're like, Hey, that's fun. Yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> uh, it's, it's kind of like, um, it's, a. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a, it's a big letdown to me. Like, why not? Why not let the hologram be like Job of the Hut? You know, something that's going to lead into the next like. Well, I definitely thought the movie should have ended with a tie-in to New Hope, like where he was like basically like sitting in that bar, and all of a sudden like the door opens and you see the like outlines of Obi-Wan. You know, they're because mm. they they talk about the Tatooine stuff. Yeah, it. but to go to Tatooine, he's gonna get involved. He before that happens, he has to have a whole thing with Job of the Hut. So that's like a set. That's another movie they're gonna do. Great. Well, that's the plan to do it. I don't know if they do it now because you know. Also, there's like a Boba Fett movie that they're talking about doing. It's gonna be directed by the guy that did Logan. Um. Which is the worst idea ever. What, Boba Fett movie? No one's going to see that. I disagree with you there. Just like no one's going to see this Venom movie. No one's going to see Boba Fett. (laughs) Uh, And then they're going to do an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Like, that's that's more interesting. uh, No, I disagree. I think a Boba Fett movie is more interesting. All right, well... Agree to disagree. Okay. Uh, well, I'll meet you back on this podcast in five years when we when we count receipts for which one of these did better. Um, but but yeah, that's why they don't go straight to that. So I was I was from what I understand, this is like what two years, this is somewhere within twenty years before New Hope happens, this movie ends. Okay. So, um. You know, you know, he's been getting a lot of flack, and then we can end this whole thing. Is Ron Howard because people are like the guy just makes blah movies. <laughs> true. Is it true? 
No, I mean, he's had some really good movies. Right. But he's a very formulaic director. They, you know, that's that tends to be getting yeah. thrown around a lot. So the fact that, you know, most of the reviews I read and the one I really agreed with was this movie was just missing an event. Like every Star Wars movie, even if you hated it, even the Phantom Menace, the first one, has like an event that you're like, yeah, that's that's why we're going to see Star Wars because something like that happens. And this didn't have anything like that in it. And I thought that was a really good point. So. I thought it was just scenes. There was no buildup to any of the scenes. They were just like, "All right, we're in this. And yeah. We're out of it." Yeah. All right, bud. All right. Well, enjoy Cleveland. Well, I guess in a couple of weeks we'll be able to see some summer movies together, buddy. Great. <laughs> um, and I'll be on a normal schedule because I'll be unemployed. Oh, you'll still be busy. You'll still make it very difficult to get together to do a podcast. Nope. We're going to have a routine. You're going to be like, I got to get ice cream. It's not happening. I don't need ice cream. I got to get sherbet. Uh, All right. All right. Um, Thanks for listening, everyone. I guess uh, next week we got... What were we saying? Well, we'll we'll get into it. Arrested development. I don't know. Something up. All right. Oh. <laughs> it's quite the professional podcast we're doing here. <laughs>